Greetings all you magnificent trainers out there, and welcome to the Tallgrass Podcast, your weekly dose of Pokemon consideration. I'm your host, Jake Train, and today we are joined by... Ben Hamlin. Ben, Scary Allen. God damn it. I'm excited. You're excited. I know you are. You texted me with how excited you were. Yeah, that's true. I- I'm very excited to talk about Gengar, one of my all-time favorite Pokemon. I actually may want to clarify that and say my number one favorite Pokemon. Oh man, you're, you're really upping the odds today, aren't you? Uh, upping the ante, I believe. Eh, odds are more fun. Now, here's the real question, Ben. I don't believe that's the phrase, though. Shut up. Okay. Before today, before last week's episode, have you ever heard Gengar referred to as Scary Allen? And if not, what's your opinion on the name? Okay, well, my opinion on the name is... Well, actually, sorry, let me answer your questions in order. Number one, yes, I have heard him <laughs> referred to as Scary Allen, because for some reason, against my better judgment, I listen to this show on a weekly basis. <laughs> Further, I don't understand... I mean, I know why you would call him that, because you like Barry Allen and doing the Barry Allen meme, that as far as I, as far as I'm aware, is a local meme that only you do. Um, you but know, I'm not sure why you would refer to Gengar as Scary Allen. He's a ghost. Ghosts are spooky, man. In fact, they're even spooky, I would go as far as saying. Oh boy, I already want to quit. Well, you mean you can still, I mean. No, no, I'm here. I'm okay, here. Okay, okay. I'm ready to talk about Good. ghosts. We're not rescheduling this. Look, I'm not afraid of no ghosts. I'm ready to talk about them. All right, so... I mean, okay, so you said he's one of your all-time favorite Pokemon. One of my all-time favorites. If not your most favorite. Certainly, certainly my favorite Gen 1. So what, what, bring us back to, like, did you, did you Betty by Ben Hamlin when you're, like, eight years old playing Pokemon? <laughs> what, you have the Gengar, what's, well, what, actually, run, us, run us through the childhood memories. I actually don't mean to correct you on that, but uh, it was actually, uh, I did not get into Pokemon until a little later in life. Until I was about uh, 10 or 11, I want to say. I didn't get to play Pokemon for a long time. Uh, that being said, uh, Gengar was not one that I had any immediate access to. Not for a while. Because, as I'm sure you and your listeners are aware, Gengar is a Pokemon that you can get only through trading. Um, and if you perhaps get into Pokemon the way I did, where you kind of get into it a generation behind and you don't really know anyone who also plays Pokemon... Um, it is kind of hard to organize that kind of trade, and therefore it is kind of hard to get uh, Gengar. So for a while, I was definitely a fan of, like, Ghastly and Haunter, and I thought they were cool. And it wasn't until maybe Gen 4 that I actually got a Gengar. Uh, and that sounds... Or, well, hmm. So so you were like the Cubone of Pokemon players, the l- lonely, all by yourself. Yeah. No, no I, friends. No, I was. I was. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Not to get hashtag sad about it, but, like, literally... Um, just not because that, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, sometimes yeah. the play forged in solitude are the best players. Uh, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, but no, basically, I, I I got a copy of Pokemon Crystal when Gen Three was out. I got it for free from Nintendo because I accidentally broke my Game Boy Advance, and they just sent me a new Game Boy Advance and a copy of Pokemon Crystal, which I thought was odd. I uh, I begged my mom to let me keep it. Um, played it. That's a story for a different day. Well, uh, <laughs> Pokemon was banned in my household for a long time. Oh, no. For partially satanic elements. Well, I mean, there are spooky ghosts that float around. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Among other things. Anyway, uh, so, you know, I I played that for a while. You know, then I I got uh, Fire Red and Leaf. You know what? My first Gengar might have been Gen 3 in the Fire Red Leaf Green remakes. Because I feel like I, by that point, knew people... Because that was only a year later. Yeah. Because I got Crystal in, like, 2003, and then Fire Red Leaf Green came out in, like, 2004. So, you know what? I bet I bet in, in Gen 3 is when I got my first my first Gengar. But, no, I, I absolutely love the Pokemon. I think it is a cool design. I like its origin theory. 
I, I assume you know. Oh, yeah. Would you like to explain to the listener? That this is Clefairy's shadow? Yeah, well, that it's Clefairy, yeah, Clefairy's shadow or Clefairy's, like, ghost. Yeah, like... Um, that it is, like, the ghost of all Pokemon, but, like, very specifically, like, Clefairy. Clefairy. Because it's got the same kind of, um... Shape. Stubby uh, arms Limbs. and legs, the same kind of, like, kind of flared energy coming out of its back. Body shape of kind of a rounded... Mm-hmm. And, uh, what is it? Gengar... Oh, I, I mean, it's literally... Gengar, it comes from, like, doppelgengar. Like, yeah. doppelganger. So, yeah, the theory is that Gengar is supposed to be represent basically Shadow Clefable, uh, which is, like, definitely pretty cool. And I remember when I first read that, I think, like, oh, that's actually really clever of them. And then it, like, kind of didn't occur to me how obvious it was once you actually, like, looked at it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like, obviously that's now what, like, it's plain that's what they were going for. But, no, I love it. I love it for its aesthetic. I love it for, um, like, how kind of hard it is to get a hold of you know because oh, unless to. you have someone to trade with you know you, you're stuck with a haunter yeah. it's pretty easy nowadays especially since you know you, you can just go online global find someone system. trade trade back yeah oh yeah gts just look for a haunter mm-hmm. trade for the haunter they send it over boom it evolves precisely easy money uh, and it's got a you know great set of moves. Obviously, you know Shadow Ball being I up was, there. I was I was always a big fan. Is it was kind of like the other Glass Cannon counterpart to Alakazam. I don't know, especially even today. Like when I when I battle my friends and like you know it's or I watch my friends fight and there's the Alakazam versus a Gengar. It's always who's faster, who's gonna get off the first hit. And it's basically like if you don't Mega Evolve them, you throw a Focus Sash on both of them. And it just comes down to really who's faster, and it's always kind of that anticipation of, oh god, who's going to go first, who's going to win? I gotta say, by the way, um, and I'll let you get into the, the, the technical aspects of why Gengar's a cool Pokemon. Uh, from a very basic perspective, uh, the Ghastly Hunter Gengar tree being basically the only ghost types in that first game, uh, and in, you know, in Gen 1 in general, and, and even in Fire Red and Leaf Green, where... Were there any Johto Pokemon in those games? No, I, as far... I don't think so. I think it was just the remake of... Yeah, yeah, but then you gotta go into the Orange Islands. Or or not the Orange Islands, the, the Seven no, Islands, no. the Sevi Islands. But, it's you been know, they so were, long since I've played They were pretty games. much the Orange Islands. Well, anyway, they were the only... They're, of course, the only ghost types in that game. So, basically, if you want to go up against Sabrina, <laughs> you basically want to get a Ghastly early on when you, st- uh, when you stop through the, the tower... And get it to a kick-ass haunter. Yeah, and you want and to raise it over time. Presumably you can't evolve it because, realistically, mm-hmm. it's either going to be too much of a hassle to find your friends or, like, you're going to be in the middle of playing it by yourself. Yeah. You get to where I'm like, oh, well, shit. That is another thing is that I have the tendency to shotgun Pokemon games and, like, finish them over the course of, like, four or five days and therefore not really even have the chance to go out and trade with people. Yeah, no, I, I 100%. And especially now, like, what am I going to do when I'm playing, like... You know, <laughs> playing it by myself and like call someone up, like, "Hey, man, would you mind firing up your DS just so I can trade you this Pokemon and give it back?" I don't to know me? you've never even asked me. Yeah, hey, can I ask you next time and that way I can get some Alakazam? Yeah, and... sure, go for it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Although now I'll just feel like I'm being used. No, 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 no. Well, you hang out every week anyway, dude. Yeah, but remember, you're always like the the second choice. <laughs> I'm your second choice hangout. No, I'm, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm making a reference. You're clearly not getting it. It's okay. okay. It's okay, Ben. Yes, I will happily trade you Pokemon. Thank you. I just Go, want... Good old buddy old pal you. I just want more Gengars in my life. Anyway, <laughs> Don't from we a type all. advantage perspective, it's cool that you can basically, you know, use that as your secret weapon against Sabrina. Yeah. Um, especially since there are no dark types in those games either. Um, you which, know, which is the other 
type yeah. that's good against psychics. Well, and bug, but bug uh, bug was horribly awful in general. But one. also, what bug Pokemon are you going to toss in against Sabrina? Oh, you know, maybe throw in a Bee Drill. You know? Yeah, not really though. Like, throw what? in that Bee Drill. Yeah, but Be- best bug type. Wait, what bug move did Bee Drill even have? He learned uh. Other than Stringshot. It's going to bother me. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, oh, well, you could uh, you could twin needle them. Oh, twin needle. Or you could pin missile them. I vaguely remember <laughs> both of those things being moves. You know, or maybe you could throw out that, that, that Parasect, maybe, you know? Oh, Parasect. Yeah, yeah. Parasect, uh, definitely a better choice. I mean, oh, well... Wait, is Parasect half poison? Or no, it's bug grass. Yeah, it's bug grass. So that's actually an advantage because, of course, Sabrina would kill any poison type. Um, faint. Hmm. Knock out. Like, Jesus, man. Get your act together! No, you can't see it. I just threw something. It's making me very angry over here. So back on back on subject. Um, and it's such a good t- it's such a good choice, especially also for the preceding gym because Koga being a poison type. Then also has problems fighting your your yeah. Haunter or your Gengar because uh, being a dual poison type. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, man, I could do an entire an entire episode of how angry I am at Koga. Koga was such. A is there is there some salt? Shit. Is there some salt to this day? His combination of what was it? Smokescreen, minimize, toxic, and uh, I want to say one harden. Monstrous, because he would make it. All right, you know what? This is when I'm going to start complaining about this. Because Koga would do it so that he would he would minimize, so he would have high evasion. He would do smoke screen, so you couldn't hit him as often. He would do Minim- harden, so that when you did hit him, it didn't do that much. And then he would do toxic and, like, super poison you, so that you would have very few chances per Pokemon to actually kill him. That guy was the fucking worst part of Gen 1. Like... Look, the entire Elite Four had nothing on Koga doing that one technique. That guy was a jerk. So yeah, yeah if that... I'm going to stock up on a really powerful half-poison type and or get some cool psychic types, you know, find me some Kadabras. Yeah, fuck I'm going to go to town because that, that oh, that jerk. <laughs> look, look, Jake. This is literally, it's literally been 10 years and I'm still mad about this. I, fe- I feel like, I feel like he's taken some, some, uh, some years off your life, you know? Like, yeah, like no, there, there's I think so that's much rare. salt that like you're certainly you're gonna die in early grave, my friend. Certainly, I'll tell you this: he has taken several years, or several, excuse me, several hours off my lifespan. Just how long? Maybe days, even the first time around, because I didn't really know how type stuff worked. Yeah, you know, not you. Really. You usually don't, you know, when you're that not, young playing Pokemon, you're yeah. just like, oh, this guy, he looks cool. Certainly not your first game, oh. and I think I figured it out. I, I think I think I remembered. <laughs> All right, another anecdote. I got some, like, pre-order material for Fire Red Leaf Green, right? Mm-hmm. I got some pre-order material from, like, I literally want to say, like, Game Crazy. Um, oh, wow. Really throwing it back there. Yeah, yeah. But it was, like, this little pamphlet that might as well have been, like, the instruction booklet for... You, you know those instruction booklets that used oh, to yeah. come with GBA games? Uh, it was, like, that size. And it was just a little promo of, like, look how great Pokemon will look. <laughs> You know, because this was, this was Fire Red Leaf Green. So I was like, look how great the original game looks. And I'm like, holy shit, I need this. And I remember I would literally just read that like once a day for like genuinely like the three weeks until Fire Red Leaf Green came out. And I was like so angry. Like, oh, why isn't it out yet? You know, I was so excited about that. But it did have one of those type 
charts. Yeah. In the, in the back. So I, I did know that. And I would like frequently reference that. And I was like studying that. Like, okay, you'll, what's good against what? You'll, you'll be happy to know that uh, Nintendo has uh, since up their uh, their pre-order stuff mm-hmm. that you get for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, they, you, they, you get posters and stuff now. Oh, well, that's better than the shitty little pamphlet. <laughs> I know. I got a... Uh, I must have worn through the staples on I got a thing. Pokemon through the years. Uh poster in my room right now oh that's rad as hell i want to see that. oh yeah i know it is i'll send you i'll send you i'll snap you snap you i'll good. snapchat you you know yeah. friend yeah friend. but, but anyway no. anyway that's anyway that's, that's all my gen one stories but yeah, no, I've got that's, more gen that's, one that's stories, good but. anecdotal stuff of kind of like what gengar was to like all the young like you know all the kids that were playing pokemon back then is there's all these you know really cool looking pokemon and then you have this spooky ghost man mm-hmm. this scary Allen of sorts. Well, Gengar was literally, like, if you could get one, you know, through trading, he was the secret weapon. Yeah, oh yeah, no, easy. Because he was a very solid counter, especially, you know, when, when all of your friends pull out their dick moves and throw out, like, Mewtwo, and mm-hmm. you're all like, alright, well, I'm not I'm not totally fucked. Yeah, I let me Gengar. get the one thing that can kick Mewtwo's ass. <laughs> the technical aspects of why Gengar, we covered a very small portion of it last week, but he is a speed demon. He is a speedster of the Pokemon world. A, say it with me, scary Allen. A scary Allen. Of sorts. He has monstrous base speed. He has great special attack. That he can literally, if you have a super effective or a Pokemon with like low special defense, one-shot him. Give him the Oko. Which stands for one hit KO. Mm-hmm. In case you, you didn't know. You know, look at me no, drop, no. dropping knowledge bombs all oh, over no, the place. Oh, I, no, I, I am slightly familiar with competitive now, sphere. and unfortunately, and I do mean unfortunately because I hate Mega Gengar with an absolute raging passion. It looks awful. I think he looks actually kind of cool. He looks spooky. Mm, but. I don't know. God damn it, if he doesn't cause, if he doesn't make me rage so hard every time I see him, and have to, he's up there with Mega Kangaskhan and just. F- Wait, I've never seen Mega Kangaskhan. Oh, the. The little baby pops out of the pouch. That's dumb. And, that's very and, dumb. And they attack twice per turn. That's that's lame. one at half power, but still. I mean, that's that's creative. But but it's it's and it's infuriating because, uh, Mega Gengar is really good. However, I'm going to run you through the the strategy. That my at least my personal favorite strategy that doesn't involve. Mega evolving Gengar because well I'm no chump who plays Ubers or even overuse what Gengar is in but it's okay. All right, so what I like to do is I always start out with a timid natured Gengar, which is basically up speed, and that's the important part. You want your Gengar to be the the scariest Allen it can possibly be. Don't give me that. Don't give me that look. Yeah, maximum maximum, maximum scary. speed. Yeah, maximum scary. Bow. Bow spook. Then what I like to do is throw in the Focus Blast, because of what that's going to do, if you ever fight against a Dark-type, it's low accuracy, but if you're like me and you play Pokemon of Go Big or Go Home, low accuracy is not a problem. You just got to go in there. You got to go ham. And then also, if you feel like being an asshole, like I do most of the time, I like to take Will-O-Wisp, because then if you have to play against someone who is a good offensive threat, burn, cut their attack in half. It's a good utility move. Just in case, like, you need to switch your Gengar out for something, want to cripple one of their offensive threats, Will-O-Wisp is a great thing to do that. Also, Protect is also fun. If you're also feeling like being cheeky. Hmm. Gives you that one extra turn of burn damage. 
it kind of gives you an idea it kind of lets you scope out what their moveset is going to be now, you know if they have something super effective against you and you know you can't retaliate you could then swap out can kind of it lets you play the field sure. a little bit. That's an interesting argument for it because I've never been a big f- fan of those protection moves like detect and protect. I play Pokemon mostly offensively, with the exception of like uh, status inducing moves. Um, well, you know, like poisons and yeah, burns yeah. and, and par- uh, paralyzes. So status obviously. conditions. Yeah, but also stat uh, influencing ones that I know will do a lot at once, like Screech. Um, oh I, my you know, god! I you run Screech. Sometimes. You're actually one of the worst people I've ever met. Wow, okay. <laughs> but no, I like running protect. But that's an interesting argument for this. It's, it's a scouting option. Because when you run that protect, it lets you know, okay, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. It gives you an insight to one of their moves, and then lets you know, can I switch? Or can I play around this? So, it gives you some options. And then the last move is pretty, pretty up to you. I like taking uh, Sludge Bomb. Because it's a special attack, poison stab, can poison, and hits pretty solidly. Okay. It's it's what I did. a lot of people... It's not as offensive of a moveset that you'll see a lot of Gengars run. It's kind of a more of a supporty Gengar. Sure. But I think because he's so fast and can do the damage, he fills the niche very well. Yeah. I've got to ask. Um, <laughs> we, we've pretty much highlighted that he's a very effective ghost type. How good is he as a poison type? As a poison type, see, the problem is that poison types kind of get shafted a bit when it comes to their general moves. Uh-huh. Not many of them are very good. The, the problem with poison type is that it doesn't, it kind of gets shafted a lot when it comes to general moves, because not a lot of them are very good. Poison is actually a fairly weak offensive typing, and it's mainly there to supplement not being able to get poisoned that kind of it's kind of what it feels is that it's a good counter to pokemon that like to stall you out that like to toxic you and kind of wear you down yeah because most pokemon that have poison types or most poison type moves i should say you know aren't like poison like, jab and in, in order for for gengar They're, who the most powerful special move like off the top of my head it's like you know sludge poison gas toxic like they're very slow burning moves the most powerful uh Special type or special attack for poison is Belch. It does 120 base power, which is really good. That's up there, but the problem is very few Pokemon can actually learn it. Whereas Gengar, the strongest he can learn is. Uh. Uh. uh Sludge Bomb. Sludge Wave? Whatever I said earlier. Sludge Bomb. Sludge Bomb. Here, we'll start that over. Whereas the, the, the strongest poison type move that Gengar currently learned, which is Sludge Bomb, is only 90. Mm. 90 oh, damage. okay. That's, that's so significantly weaker. Yeah. Whereas the strongest physical type move is uh, Gunk Shot. But since that's physical. <laughs> what a bad name for a move. What a great name for a move. Is, is physical and doesn't really do Gengar a lot of work. So poison types can do a lot of damage. They just tend to be offensively weak. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense to me. So, so Gengar's best used as a ghost. His best used as a ghost in running ghost type moves on. Especially him. since for a while he was the only ghost. Exactly. One of or his three, one three of was. Three. Yeah. Until we got Mistrevious. Well, not in first gen. Yeah, yeah. I said until we. Oh, okay. Sorry. Man, I thought I man, thought you meant what? in first gen. I was about to like rip you a new no, one. No. What? Wait. Were there any other ghost types in Gen two? In Gen two. A uh, Gen three, obviously, with Dusclops and 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 uh, uh, Bennett and Chuppet. Gen 2, there was only one new ghost type, wasn't it? 
Yep, the only one we got in uh, Gen 2 was Mistrevious. Hmm, Mistrevious. That's, that's wild to me. And it was the first pure ghost typed. Ah. So, a little unique in that sense. She was the first purely ghost type Pokemon, so. Hmm. She's got that going for her. Not a major fan of that Pokemon. Definitely liked their Gen 4 evolution, though. Yes. That was a good one. I don't know. I've just never been the biggest fan of ghost types in general. Oh, I love ghost. I love them. See, I, I, most I, people I am, do, but, but I prefer... some, there's something about ghost types to me. I'm more of a flying man myself. Sure. As a trainer, overall, I prefer uh, psychics and ghosts. Well, that, make, that makes sense, knowing your brainy personality. Thank you. Look I, at you. I Mis- appreciate it. Mr. Hamlin. Mm. And how much I love villains. Oh, of course, because ghost types are always stereotypically the villain, which, I well, mean, you know, Pokedex entry-wise... They're spooky. They're spooky. Also, on their team are, uh, you know, Giratina and Darkrai, so... Yeah. They got those going for you. Yeah. Those are the spookiest. Actually, Darkrai is just dark. Wait, is he? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, Darkrai's part ghost. Nope. I... Look it up. I... No, I really hope I'm not wrong. No, no, no. Turn your nope. phone back to me. Dark. Type dark. Whoa. Darkrai's not a, a half ghost? Nope. Alright. Never mind. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm turning in my Pokemon badges. I, I am no longer fit this to This is start. why I host the show. All right, well then I'll step out. All right, well no wait before no no before you leave you know we always have to do that silly wacky question, please at the end of every episode you you know it's customary it's tradition at this it point. is tradition at this now, point. Now, I've I've been I've been thinking of this one a good while. Oh, all right, and I'm, I'm really excited. All right, I'm excited to hear this question. All right, Ben, if you could make your own type. I don't mean like your own type. I mean like own type combo of any of the existing types we have. Oh, okay. What would it be? I was going to say, I think they've got the market cornered on original types. And then fairy came in the mix. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. I don't know if there's a single combination in all of Pokemon that hasn't already happened. There's some. There's some. All right, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, Jake, uh, you, you know, a franchise I, I really love a story. I really like is Lord of the Rings, right? Okay, absolutely. Lord of the Rings is also one of my all-time favorite series. Yeah. So are you familiar that much with, like, the Silmarillion? Yeah. Okay. So R- you know- roughly, not as much. Okay. It's, but that, you know book about, is, like, that book is a quite the read. No, this is something for, is. for the loud librarian to talk about. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, actually, here I did an episode on The Hobbit. Okay, that's not... I know. That's not know. the Silmarillion. Anyway, but you're familiar with Shelob. Yes. Uh, and and uh, her mother, whose name I can't remember. Yes. Cool. Uh... Some fan I am. So, I'm going to put this before you. Bug slash ghost. And just have like a really... There is a bug ghost, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Ninkata? Or, or, uh, Shul Ninja? It's Shedinja, yes. Shedinja, yeah, the, the shell. The one HP Pokemon. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, well, I would make a better Pokemon than that. Um. That's a little savage. I know. Um, you know, and I, I would make like basically like a big spectral spider, like a nightmare beast. That would be, that would be pretty cool. Like a, literally just a giant ghost spider. Ahem. And it would have like wisps of ghostly energy, like Spiritomb, just like fading off the back of it. And it's basically just, yeah, it's a nightmare bug. I think that would be really cool. That would be pretty uh, cool. And I realize that's kind of hashtag edgy, but. It is, it is extremely edgy, but you know what? Sometimes you need to be a little edgy. And see, mine is also another one that exists. I, I remember thinking about it because I'm stupid. I would also make a better th- a better one than what exists, though. Oh, please. Explain. Steel flying. Steel flying. So better than Skarmory? <laughs> better than Skarmory. Don't get me wrong. I love Skarmory. I don't. I think Skarmory. Okay, you can get off my shell. 
I think Skarmory is a wonderful Pokemon. I think it's super cool. But I would think of something that looks less like... I don't know, less like... Less like a chicken. No, that's fair. It's got a weird beak. It's kind of got that look for something that's like this big, majestic-y, just it, metal it, bird. If Skarmory looked more like Zapdos... <laughs> I think I was almost thinking like a Braviary. Or actually, sorry, let me rephrase. If Skarmory looked more like Ho-Oh, yeah, I think it would look cooler. But it does have a weird chicken beak. Or, or it's, it's just something that looks very Falcon-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. what it should is what it should look is what a steel flying should look like. And I think that would be absolutely fantastic to see. I couldn't agree more. Well, Ben, thank you very much for joining us this week, dude. Always a pleasure. Hope to have you back sometime soon. Sometime. Where we can reminisce once again about the good old days of yeah. quality I, I've Pokemon. I've got nothing but Pokemon stories. I've got so many, dude. And all the rage of... Uh... All the rage of Koga. Yeah, call out post. Your fave is problematic. Koga. <laughs> Poisoned my Pokemon. Hey, I, I, I get it. I see what you did there. That was clever. Yeah. All right, thank you everyone out there for joining us for this for this week's episode of... Dragon. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on this week's episode of the Tallgrass Podcast. A big shout-out to Andrew Davis for our wonderful theme song and Cam Mullins for our amazing logo. And a big shout-out to Infinity Break for hosting the show. And be sure to check out their other shows at infinitybreak.net. And be sure to tune in next week as Nick and I cover all the confusing stuff about competitive Pokemon we've been talking about. Oh, so that's the episode I need to so listen to. So that's the episode you need to listen all to, right. the one we probably should have started with. Yeah, descrub me. We will descrub you and we will get everyone out there ready for Sun and Moon. We'll see everyone then. This podcast was part of Infinity Break, where we tell stories our own way. If you want to stay in the loop about what we do here at Infinity Break, you can find us on any social media platform at Infinity Break 23. That's Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. If you like what we do here at Infinity Break, check out our other shows, comics, and videos at infinitybreak.net and help spread the word by telling other people about our team. Leave a review on iTunes. The more five-star reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us and share in the infinite madness. Don't forget to check out our store under the Shop tab on our site, and if you're feeling generous, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinity break. Your monthly donation can help us improve the quality of this show and develop more shows for your listening and viewing pleasure. Until next time, Infinity Breakers, stay in the loop.